Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rod Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Good afternoon, everyone. Oh, I am so excited for you guys to all be tuning into another episode of Geek Vibes Live. As always, I'm your host, Tia Fabian. Today, I'm going to have the absolute pleasure of interviewing Australian actor Colin McAuliffe. Now, I'm sure I'm not saying that name right, so as soon as we get him on, don't worry, I will confirm how to say his name. Um, But you may best know him as Alden from AMC's The Walking Dead. Does anyone know The Walking Dead? (laughs) Um, I mean, we are so close, everyone, to the season nine premiere of The Walking Dead, and I almost can't believe it. I mean, this is going to be a really monumental um, season. As everyone knows, um, we have both Andrew Lincoln and uh, Lauren Cohen leaving the show. And, I mean, Andrew Lincoln's been there since day one. Uh, Lauren has been there since the second season. It's kind of crazy that both of them are going to go. And it's going to be really interesting to see how that happens. I mean, I'm just really kind of interested in season nine as a whole. Not only do we get two main characters that are leaving, um, there's going to be a time jump. There's going to be a new villain. There's going to be more Negan, of course. Everyone loves some more Negan. Um, and it's just going to be like a wild ride. It really is. I mean, we've had nine seasons of The Walking Dead, and um, not sure if anyone has been keeping up, but plans for The Walking Dead to continue on for years, and that's just going to be crazy. At this point, it really does feel like it's a part of our TV culture. Everyone knows The Walking Dead. Everyone loves tuning into The Walking Dead. I mean, What's really not to love? We've come such a long way since season one. Um, And speaking of season one, I'm just going to throw this out there because I'm super excited. Uh, As we know, John Bernthal, who played Shane, is going to return for an episode, which I don't know how they're going to integrate that into the show, but definitely we're going to see that. And just really, um, we we went through a lot in season eight. I mean, granted, we go through a lot in all of the seasons of The Walking Dead, but really what we saw um, in the season eight finale, I mean, that really is going to have major ripple effects to season nine. We know that there's going to be a bit of a bit of a battle between the bosses, I want to say, between Rick, between Maggie. I know Daryl's even going to get involved in this little uh, tiff between them. And so who knows if they're really going to even 
resolve all of that before the two main actors leave. I mean, I'm really, really interested in seeing how that goes. And we all know that The Walking Dead is unexpected. People die that we didn't expect to die. People, you know, are continuously staying on who we didn't expect to happen. So that's going to be all really, really crazy. And I'm just so excited for the next season of The Walking Dead. Um, And especially since, uh, you know, we have Colin who plays Alden and his character, which was introduced in season eight, is actually being bumped up to a series regular on season nine. So that has to be really exciting for him. Um, And, uh, I know that just everything, you know, it's just the show as a whole is just so unexpected. And I probably should say spoiler alert for everything that I say because I'm probably dropping a lot of spoilers that are going on. That's just kind of me. I'm queen of spoilers, guys. So sorry. Um, that's just how it is. But, yeah, so, I mean, in season eight, we obviously dealt with the shock of Carl dying, which no one saw happening, least of all me. That was crazy. So we're going to see how Michonne is dealing with that. We're going to see how Rick is dealing with that. We're going to see how Michonne deals with Rick leaving, whether he's killed off, whether he leaves on his own fruition. I mean, that's just going to be uh, who knows? Who knows? But you can never tell with this show. And I think that's why we as the fans continuously uh, tune in week after week. We binge watch on Netflix, which is definitely what I usually do. I mean, that's how I even got into the show. I mean, I'm actually fairly a new fan of the show. Only about maybe a year or two is when I decided, eh, you know, I don't have anything else to watch. Let me go on Netflix. Oh, okay, here's, I think at the time there were six seasons on Netflix. I was like, hey, let me watch the show that everyone happens to talk about and see what the heck is the big deal. And I mean, within an episode or two, I was hooked in. I just couldn't stop watching. And we've had so many great characters throughout the seasons, um, some who definitely deserve to stay on longer. We were all devastated, I know, with Glenn's death. We really were hoping that he would be spared, especially when Abraham died, which, you know, it's kind of messed up to say because uh, Michael Cudlitz is such a fantastic actor, and I personally really enjoyed him being in it. But you know what? Um, you know, that's just what it is. I really enjoyed Abraham. So I, I was upset. I was upset during that whole thing that he was the one who was killed. I thought that we could have seen a lot more uh, with his character and then, um, we got that little competition between uh, Sasha and Rosita, and then Sasha, you know, dying such a heroic death at the end. Um, so that was just like, but you know what? I'm going to stop talking now, and I'm definitely going to welcome on our guest. Welcome. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm not doing too bad. It's a fine day here in L.A. Oh, really? It's freezing here in New York. <laughs> I wish I was there, honestly. I'm more of a fan of the cold. 
Are you? That's so funny. I've been getting so many people who you would think would be disappointed that the summer is ending. No, they're all welcoming the cold. I'm like, okay, cool, I guess. No, see, I, I, grew, I grew up in Australia in Sydney and then moved to Los Angeles for, for near a decade. And so I've been seasonless for, for much of my life. And there's something appealing about change in the weather to me. Oh, well, then you definitely got to come here to New York because one minute it's hot, one minute it's cold. You never know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, thank you again so much for coming here. I kind of made a fool out of myself trying to pronounce your name, so I would really hope if you can let me know. I was saying (laughs) Colin McAuliffe. That look, that's close enough. I've had I've had Kaylin and I've I've had Colleen, I've had Caillou. I think it's a, it's it's a messy one. Uh, it's it's presumably Irish, but it's it's Callan McAuliffe when I say it. But I guess you would say Callan McAuliffe. You could put you could you could change the tone there to better suit your accent if you like. But uh, oh. uh, it's fine, honestly. You did you did fine. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Colin, I definitely want to jump right in because we are all really excited. Um, how do you feel about being bumped up to a series regular for season nine of The Walking Dead? Well, uh, you know, this is my this is my first real promotion in my life. You know, I've been an, I've been an actor most of my life, and usually you do a job and then you leave. But this time I, I've been upgraded, which is a really satisfying feeling. I love it. Um, and of course, it means now that I'm living in, in Atlanta, Georgia. So I, I, I am now living in a place with seasons, or at least as near <laughs> to seasons as, as I could hope. So, so it's been all good things. Right, that does sound like a very good thing. I've been to Atlanta. It's a nice city. It is a cool city. Yeah, it is. It is, it's, it is really nice. I'm still coming to terms with it. It took me like it took me like f- four years to to come to terms with Los Angeles. And uh, I think I think Atlanta's going to be a, an easier. I'm going to have an easier time of it out there. I think it's, I'm already kind of I'm already kind of on the way to loving it. Oh, you might be a bona fide Georgian by the end of everything. Well, I tell you what, I just got my Georgia's driver, driver's license, so I think I think I'm more Georgian now than I am Californian. Anyway. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I'm really glad to hear that you're integrating so well. Um, I mean, it's just, it's so amazing that we're coming on nine seasons of the show. Did you happen to watch Ridiculous. the show before you? I know, right? Um, <laughs> did you happen? <laughs> did you happen to watch the show before you came on it? I, I had actually watched. Um, I think I'd watched the first two seasons uh, before uh, back in uh, I guess 2012 I'd seen I'd seen that many but uh, but I didn't have a TV for a, a good long time while I was here in Los Angeles so I watched I watched absolutely nothing and then of course upon upon booking this program uh, I felt that I felt it was probably a contractually necessary and, and be only respectful that I that I uh, read the entire Wikipedia <laughs> that kind of sounds like you know when I was in college and had to do book reports. I'm like, I'm just going to read Spark Notes. <laughs> hey, listen, I, sometimes it's even more comprehensive. I I believe so. I do. <laughs> but no, no, um, I've, I've I've watched most of the show now, and I, but especially where I think it'll it'll likely inform my performance later on or anything like that. Right. That's awesome. Um. 
I, I'm just like I'm excited to be speaking with you that you know you're on this awesome show and I was really hoping that there was a chance that you could tell me a little bit about what we should expect for season nine. Well, uh, obviously I'm hesitant to say anything too revealing <laughs> because I'll, I'll be I'll be killed. Uh, but I think uh, I think I can say that there are two very interesting developments with my character. Um, the first the first is that I, my beard is longer, right? Okay, so it's very exciting. It's very exciting for me because I'm able to finally call myself a man. Uh, but it's it's also it's really pubic. It looks like I just have a bunch of pubic hairs on my chin. So it's oh not exciting God. for everyone else. Um, and then the, the second the second great thing is that I'm riding horses. Uh, um, and if that oh. says anything about the standing of my character uh, in comparison to last season, um, then 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 you know what I'm implying. But but I'm riding horses, which is very exciting. That, uh, it's kind of like going into that. So, I mean, I'm not sure if you've ridden horses in the past in your life or, you know, obviously there has to be some sort of training that goes with that. So I was actually uh, I was actually uh, um, an outlaw in Australia. Uh, I played rather that, sorry, not literally. I played, I played a, an outlaw in an Australian bush ranger film. Um, and, and that was the last time that I rode a horse professionally. Um, but I've done it for a number of different projects. Um, but the trouble is, it's a little bit like a language. Every time that I take a few months off, I lose any and all competency on the horseback. Um, but I, I've, I've never been terrible at it. I think, I, I think I'm like halfway, I'm halfway decent. I'm sure different horse masters on different programs would disagree with you. Um, but I, I can claim to have speedily ridden a, a, a squat step horse uh, along uh, the, the Kazakh plains in Kazakhstan when I was there a couple of years ago. So that's my claim. That's my claim to uh, equine fame. Wow, that's really cool. Just to kind of get that whole little insight there. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it has to be. Def- obviously, it's different working with humans than it is working with animals. You can't really just tell the animal, hey, <laughs> act this yeah, way. Yeah, they're less temperamental, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay, so talking about temperamental, um, you know, how are you feeling? Not how... How do you think your character, Alden, is, you know, mm. dealing with the new threat that season nine is bringing, you know, the whispers? Don't you, don't you bite me with that. I'm not going to say a goddamn thing about that. <laughs> I fear for my job. Don't you start with me. You'll get nothing. Hey, I had to slip that in a little there, you know. <laughs> got to do what I got to do. <laughs> no, I understand. I mean that that's you know that's a big deal that we're going into season nine. We have these new big villains. I mean, we for the past like season or so, actually the past two seasons, it's all been really about Negan, and now we have these other whispers that are kind of gonna make Negan look like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I, can, I don't know I why I said schoolgirl. I can tell you that that's fine. That's that. That's good. I, I, we, Alden will be interacting with the antagonist. That much I will. That much I will tease you with, and oh. and any more I'm afraid to say. But yeah. 
Okay, well, hey, at least we got that, that he's dealing with, you know, the antagonist. I thank you for that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's interesting, your character, how he's kind of like a, a survivor's um, survivor and that he essentially got away from that group. And now, you know, obviously we're seeing him in season nine. It's obviously been a time gap. So thankfully, Colin, uh, not Alvin, has made it <laughs> this far. It's true, and I, but I think there are elements of his character that, and of course, we're all uh, victims of perspective uh, to one degree or another. But I think there's elements of his character that make it clear he was always bound to to depart uh, such a group, um, and 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 I guess lean into where we see him now. Uh, he's got a good heart. I think that much is plain to see. And so I think Hilltop suited him better. Right, absolutely. Especially with someone like Maggie as the leader who is essentially, you know, very nurturing, uh, very strong as well, but far, far different from Negan and what he represented. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, I had a... So, Colin, really really kind of quick but if say the walking dead really did happen and this that's right. that was real life where would colin align himself with as in like which nation whose flag would i fly w- would he be a survivor would he be on hilltop would he be in alexandria Put oh colin i see if, if in, the walking yeah. dead itself were real oh i see right mm mm well, I'm I'm very impressed with with the wall around Hilltop, and I've always had kind of a fetish for for castles, and it's I think that's pretty close. And so I got to say, uh, maybe maybe it is a kind of a Stockholm kind of thing because I've been I was in I was in prison there for for most of the season, but I I do have a real fondness for Hilltop. I think I would like to try defending those log walls from hordes of undead. Ah, okay. Maybe maybe with a bow and arrow. With a bow and oh, you're really channeling your inner Daryl here. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm not even, not even necessarily a crossbow. I like, just, I just want to, I just want to kind of live out my childhood fantasies as as apocalyptic Legolas. Uh, you kind of just I, I get it, I get it totally. I mean, you kind of have <laughs> to have some fun if it's like the end of the world. Well, look, the reason that these, the reason that these the zombie apocalypse things are always so successful and appealing to people is because it, I think it is, I think it is a, a quiet desire that we all have to, to dehumanize a bunch of bad guys to the point where we can kill them without any moral repercussions. And, and, and it, it's gotta be fun, right? It's just gotta be the noise that it makes when, when you, when you bring something down into its squishy decomposed head, it's really satisfying. I, um, I never felt like that, but, you know, <laughs> to each his own, as they say. <laughs> so they do. You know what, though? That's great. Someone who has that kind of stomach would be fantastic in the zombie apocalypse. Exactly. I mean, I don't think I could do that. I, I would. I would find you in Atlanta, Georgia, and then you would defend my tribe pretty much <laughs> i think i think you could do it i think you'd have to when it comes down to it you see you see most people do exactly <laughs> um callan going back um what would you say are the 
most like the most challenging aspects of filming The Walking Dead? Most challenging aspects of filming The Walking Dead. Hmm. Probably the heat, if I had to say anything at all. Um, the the heat is pretty formidable down in Atlanta, uh, or outside of Atlanta, rather, where we shoot. Um, and especially because they they shoot it naturally in the hottest parts of the year, um, it's, it's all the worse for it. Um, so that makes it pretty challenging. But it also makes it worthwhile, because it means I have, you know, it's, it's a kind of a characterful experience. I have a story to tell. I have, I have, a, I have a pain to draw from. It always kind of feels like they want to put as many layers on you guys as possible, which is a little ironic that you are filming in one of the hottest areas of the country. But it's necessary, though, for character development, you see. I don't know if you've ever watched any, uh, any, any cartoons. It's, it, you know, it's, it's more economically sound to not paint every character as very complex and just have the main characters wearing interesting clothes. And I think we see, we see that here. Where where the, the the main characters have to have to look, I guess, distinct and interesting, and that usually entails wearing multiple layers. Fortunately, I for the first season, uh, I just had a, sort of a t-shirt and a button-up kind of thing going on. This season, I just have a button-up. So if anything, I've gotten simpler. So by next season, then you'll just probably be shirtless walking around. We can only hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, Colin, uh, I, moving on, I heard that you have a book on the way. I do have a book on the way. Who told you that? Wikipedia. <laughs> Wait, it's on Wikipedia? God damn it. I, wanted, I didn't want people to know about this. I just wanted to have a little quiet achievement of my own. I could hold a little book that I'd written and maybe give it to family and friends and maybe sell, sell a few to impressionable young Filipino girls who, who seem to make up the majority of my fan base. Um, but, but yeah, I, I have written a book. Um, I can tell you about it if you like. I I would love that. Thank you. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's not. I haven't released it yet. I'm in I'm in negotiations with uh, the publisher to get a couple of uh, hard copies. I was mostly just going to do an ebook thing so that I could kind of find it out there and let it exist and be done with it because I've been looking at it for far too long. Um, but it's it's kind of like. Um, if Watership Down and Winnie the Pooh had a disappointing child, I think that's the, the way that I've been phrasing it usually. Uh, it's a bunch of talking animals, really. Uh, it's it's the, uh, kind of approaching a kid's book, but, but I, I guess I have delusions of grandeur, so I've tried to make it like well-written as well. Uh, I don't know if I've pulled that off. But, yeah, if it's on the Wikipedia, you ought to just go there and have a look. That is really interesting, actually. What kind of gave you the inspiration to make a book like that? I think I've always been writing in and out throughout my life, and I guess I've always kind of half-assed it. I've always gotten only a few pages into a project, or, or the best I did was halfway through. And I wanted to do something that was comparatively simple to the things I'd set out to do before. Like, I grew up in love with The Lord of the Rings, for example, which is this immense sweeping world um, and I'd always tried to emulate that um, to the to, to, to plagiarism, I think. But I decided I wanted to do something that was much smaller scale and simpler, so that I could buy, I could finish something and have that satisfaction. So now I, now I have this book about uh, a Tibetan mastiff and his best friend, who was a nautically deluded seagull who thinks he was a sailor in 1805 um, during the Battle of Trafalgar, and they fight the last pack of wolves in the British Isles to save their flock of sheep. 
and they speak English, of course. That is definitely an interesting concept. I feel like <laughs> that's de- no, no, no. I I really like that, and I feel like that's kind of like what I would like to read a lot. So, and I've noticed now that you have mentioned the Lord of the Rings twice. So I'm assuming you're a fan. I've, have I, did I say it twice? Yeah. Then you mentioned. Oh, you know what? Uh, now I'm gonna like call myself out. I think you mentioned Legolas. No, I might have not. Oh yeah, like wow. earlier. I wasn't sure if that went by you. I didn't. I didn't know if that name meant anything to you. But but uh, well, yeah, I did. That's great. So yeah, I am a huge fan of the Lord of the Rings. I think uh, that I've, I've I've said before um, that I consider it my third parent, kind of, just because of how it's influenced my my likes and dislikes and my my passions and my general character. I think as well. So yeah, big big fan. Big fan, okay. Uh, no, I was hoping, I was like, I think, I'm going to call myself out, but I actually have never seen The Lord of the Rings. That's just me. I know I need to get on that. So now I'm like, okay, I think Legolas is a character, but now I'm going to make a fool of myself if he's not actually a character of The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably should catch up on that. And I think also they still hold up. Like, if you watch them in 20 years when everything's VR, maybe they won't hold up anymore. So you, you, you should watch them sooner rather than later. Um, but I would also I would recommend uh, if if you can reading some of the books um, because you know I I put Lord of the Rings up there as as one of humanity's greatest achievements collectively because um, you know, the entirety of human history came together to create this one man who created this one world and I think it's beautiful and I put it just below the moon landing it's kind of moon landing and then maybe like a finger width down the Lord of the Rings and associated wow, texts. It's that high of an achievement. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, you know what? That that's great. That's a huge compliment um, to the author that you feel so strong. I'm sure that there's so many. I'm sure I he know cares that what so I have to say. <laughs> you know what? I'm just trying to trying to pump you up there. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, Colin, it has been amazing talking to you. I was not expecting this level of snark, and I enjoyed every single second of it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I love it. That that makes a great conversation. Um, You know, before we go, is there anything else that you would like to plug or promote? Um, yeah, I have a film. I have a film that's coming out at some point. I actually, don't have any details on it, but it's called Summer Night. It's got a bunch of cool people in it, in Victoria Justice and then Eller Coltrane and me, of course. Um, and it's sort of a, a beautiful coming of age film about a bunch of kids who used to know each other coming together for one last night of fun. Um, and we shot that very near where we shoot uh, The Walking Dead. Uh, so that was, you know, it worked out for two of the circumstances those. Uh, so, yeah, if you care at all to watch a film about which you have not heard up until this point, uh, Summer Night, it's called, and it will come out at some point in the future. At some point, we don't know the actual date. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's Google. Why learn anything when we have the Internet? That You know what? That's so true. I mean, why wonder? I can just pick up my phone. <laughs> it's true. I... That's awesome. You know, Callan, thank you so much again. I really enjoyed this talk. Um, Can't wait to see you on the next season of The Walking Dead, which for everyone premieres on October 7th. Um, And here's hoping that 
we see you for even another season after that. I know you can't tell me a lot, hey, but I'm hoping. Fingers, fingers crossed, right? Now, I've never done Thank a radio thing, by the way, before, so do I hang up on you or do you hang up on me? Should we do one of those things where you just kind of say, like, one, two, three, and then, like, hang up? All right, yeah, you do it. You count. Okay. All right. Wait, before that, actually, thank you again. <laughs> just want to say one more time. And All right, so oh, ready? Yeah. Yep, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Bye. Bye.